Hello, race fans, and welcome to the Wednesdays with Wayne podcast. Your host is champion driver Wayne Johnson, who will be telling the stories and talking to the people that make the sport of sprint car racing great. Hey guys, Wayne Johnson, Wednesdays with Wayne, episode 52, the happy birthday edition. Happy one, birthday to Wednesdays with Wayne. One year of this. Podcasting. Podcasting. Did you think you would make it a year? I don't know that I knew that you would make it a year. I still don't know. Alive. That, I don't even know that I'm going to make it a year in one day at this point, but we're trucking along. It's happening. Yep. It's been... Uh, Interesting ride, I can tell you that. Well, for one thing, when we started this, we did not foresee a pandemic halting things and making it such an interesting year on top of it. Maybe that helped keep us going in some way. Well, we were stir-crazy for sure for about two months, so wasn't a lot to talk about, but we still made it happen. I saw a meme once that was like, did you even make it out of the pandemic if you didn't start a podcast? (laughs) (laughs) Well, that's true. But, yep, we've made it a year, and... Well, guys, That's thanks exciting. for thanks yeah. for listening and keep listening because it's it's been cool. Uh, I enjoy it. Sometimes it's a I'm well, it's, not, it's work. It's a job. It's kind of been a pain in the butt at times, but uh, we get it all worked out, and make it happen. But we got a not really, I guess, a guest. I could sh- say we, uh, you know, I don't know. Quite a few episodes back, I think maybe start of the season last year, we did a square table interview with all the crew guys and. Uh, we got a couple of new guys came on now, and John Boy's still around, so we uh, we kind of duplicated that, and uh, actually, they talked a lot more this time, so that was good. It kind of took a minute to get them warmed up, but once uh, once we got them warmed up, they were chitterbuds, or cheddar. I don't even know what I'm trying to say. <laughs> um, now I don't even know what it's called, but well, chatter? Chatter, chatter. God, my brain's, <laughs> brain's fried today. Been a busy day, but... Uh, if you guys seen, you got your trailer tour yesterday. And, uh, it's on the you, Facebook page, yep. Hope you guys enjoyed that. But uh, let's take a break and then let's get back to the boys and, or get to the boys and uh, listen to what they got to say. Outlaw Racing Wings is a proud supporter of the Wednesdays with Wayne podcast. Outlaw Racing Wings build wings for sprint cars, micro and junior sprints, as well as for all types of wing karting. Champion drivers like Christopher Bell, Wayne Johnson, and Brad Sweet all trust Outlaw Racing Wings for the extra speed needed in today's open wheel racing. Visit outlawwings.com or the Outlaw Racing Wings page on Facebook and Twitter. Choose the wings the champions choose. Choose Outlaw. Okay, guys, we're sitting here at the square table, as I call it. We've done this a couple times. The square table is actually the kitchen table at my house. But uh, I got Big John here, John Ivy, and uh this is basically about uh our new crew guys so uh got john boy here and uh i got zach and darren uh they're they're new guys here coming on darren's been around a long time i've known darren a long time he's worked uh way back in larry neighbors days and worked on a lot of midgets and non-wing sprint cars and i don't know darren you've been just about everywhere huh yeah unfortunately (laughs) (laughs) he uh Darren's going to come on as a crew, as a as the uh, car chief, and uh, take over those duties of just maintaining the car, basically. And then we got old Zach Patterson here. Man, I don't know where we even start with this one, Darren. Do you? Truck driver. 
truck driver slash tire guy slash trouble. <laughs> you think you, you think he's you think he's gonna be trouble, Darren? Nah, he's a good kid. He's awful quiet. He just he's, likes slipping. He's usually not quiet. He don't want to get into those other conversations. Oh, we're going to get into those other conversations. <laughs> that, we, that we were having before before uh, we went on live here or, or recording or whatever. So He's going to figure out real fast how this works. But no, we're we're uh, sitting here at the house. We just had dinner and talking about game plans on leaving. We're pulling out of here Sunday the 31st, headed to Volusia. Uh, we're going to practice at uh, Volusia on Tuesday, and then we'll race the All-Stars Wednesday and Thursday, and... And uh, with the Outlaws Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. So looking forward to getting away. But Zach just passed his big CDL test today. He, uh, can you, you want to elaborate on how many times you had to go, Zach? Six. <laughs> Six times. Hey, all that matters is he passed. Sure did. Got it done. So that's good. Well, tell us why you didn't pass yesterday. Uh, I sped. <laughs> on your driving, on your CDL driving yeah. test, you were speeding. Yeah, he hit me. We came off the interstate, and he hit me with the how tall is that bridge? And I went under the bridge, and I was trying to finesse and look at my rearview mirror and pass the speed limit sign. And I thought it was 40 or 45, and it was a 35. So so how fast was you going? Like 42, 43. And a 35? How tall was that bridge? Uh, 15, 11. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least you knew how tall the damn bridge was. Yeah. Well, I'm I'm excited about it just because you know what, you know, which we've talked about this in podcasts past, but you know, Slip's been here nine years, so uh, miss him being here. I'm not gonna lie, you know, it's uh, but sometimes change is good, and and I'm looking forward just to new breed. I guess you you know you guys are you got a lot of enthusiasm that you're bringing to the team, and it, that gets me amped up, you know, and that's good. Uh, I always say the crew guys got to be the best cheerleaders, but we still got old grumpy grandpa Big John here. Well, I can bring a tutu for Zach. He can cheerlead too. You got any pom poms? <laughs> I do not. Want to eat your Do you know any good cheers? I do not. I no. Played, I played rugby. I didn't cheerlead. <clears throat> well, I Zach. Didn't, we didn't even have cheerleaders. Well, Zach actually is a 305 sprint car racer in his own right. He's uh, run, what, the last. Year and a half or two years in a 305? Year. Last year was the rookie year for us. And uh, when I seen him race, he raced pretty good. looked pretty good. Uh, got a little bit of talent and just decided to go on the road and uh, try to learn some stuff. And definitely when he come back, I think, from the road, it'll make your program much better. Oh, it'll help him a bunch, I think. And look what it did for Jason. <laughs> Jason Johnson. Yeah, there's a bunch of guys. Shane Stewart, you know, that we're on the podcast, the 616 podcast yesterday, and Bobby Chapa brought up. Who was it from Fairgrounds? David Lambert Jr. Yeah, brought up that he went on the road with old Danny Wood for a while. Came yep. back and started winning races. And, well, it just you gives know. you a different approach. And, I mean, the biggest issue, and that's, we, we laugh about this in the shop when we're all working, how green you are. But I promise you it won't take long, and the green will just wear right off because it's tough. I mean, it's going to be – everyone thinks it's fun and games. And we do have a lot of fun, and there's a lot of games. But – there's also a lot of work, and I'll promise you a normal job is 10 times easier than what you're getting ready to do. You're going to hate us, you're going to love us, and you're going to going to want to quit, I promise. I understood that the second I signed up. It's going to be a long night. And it's tough. A lot of hours. 
But uh, I'm looking forward to getting out there with you and, and, and just teaching you some stuff. And just actually, it's going to be fun just because it's all new. And, and I'm not taking anything away from John or Slippy because those guys were with me all year last year. But just a new breed, new guys. You know, I think it's going to be a lot more fun just because, John, we don't know what to expect from these guys. You know what I mean? They don't know what to expect from us either. So uh, it's going to be it's going to be fun. Well, this will be fun just having an extra set of hands around. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, normally, uh, but we had four guys there for a while last year, me included, of course, but it was Rob and and Slip and John. But uh, I just think it's going to be a little more, uh, I don't know. I don't I don't know why that I just feel like that there's, we've already got a lot of chemistry right here at this table because just in the shop, you know, Zach's got pretty broad shoulders because we've been hammering him pretty good already. <laughs> And uh, so he can handle it. Darren's been around forever, and and uh, John and Darren didn't really know each other, so that's kind of a of a uh, new friendship, or however you want to say it. But they're closer to age than uh, him and Slippy was, or him and Zach are. Or, yeah, we're old, <laughs> so uh, they all have to get out there. Uh, your, your AARP, yeah, card. your AARP card <laughs> to get in the pits. <laughs> But no, I'm looking forward to it. Like I said, I've said it a million times, and and uh, like I say, Darren, you know, I've known Darren a long time since we were little boys. Actually, going to the races at the fairgrounds, oh, yeah. and and uh, glad to have him on. I mean, it's going to be. I'm glad to be here. It's going to be fun to uh, just, uh, you know, listen. We we're going to lose as a team. We're going to win as a team. We're going to fight as a team. I don't know what about Zach. I don't know <laughs> what he's going to be a part of here. On the fight, he might be our best asset. He's the ex rugby player. Well, he means he can run faster than the rest of us. <laughs> <laughs> well, do you guys have you got anything you want to add? Sure don't. Nothing all right. at all. I appreciate the opportunity that you and Todd are giving me because this is something I've always wanted to do. So I appreciate that, and thanks a lot. Well, we got to talk about Todd. It's something that we don't do enough. You know, Todd Carlisle, Kelly Carlisle, which is his wife, they're the owners of this 2C racing team. And uh, they're letting four guys, they're paying four people to, to live out their dreams. So, you know, I got to thank them always. They're they're super good to me. And you guys will learn. John already been around enough, so he he knows. And you know Todd, Darren. Yeah, know but Todd well. you guys will know that these are the best car owners in the business. We don't have an unlimited budget, but they give us what we need. And it just amazes me that how good of people they are, you know. Uh, back Go all the way back to the pandemic thing when they get when they shut us all off. You know, me and John and Slippy never missed a pay. You know, never missed a paycheck. So, Todd's a good guy. You know, there's no doubt about it. But I said sure not because I thought you were going to bring up something else. But yes, I'm super grateful for the opportunity to be here, especially after my first year in a sprint car. Like, I'm very grateful to be able to take a step back from what I've learned my first year and just go learn about the car. Well, Zach, how many races have you ever won? Zero. You've never won a race? No, you won three in the micro. Oh, yeah, and micro, not a sprint you car. You won micro races? You want to talk yeah. about the race you should have won? Yeah. In a sprint car? I threw it away. Yeah, I, I think I may have showed Wayne that one. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I didn't want yeah, to. What'd you do? He should have won That's why I was race. asking you that day if you'd ever uh, crashed leading. Because I was watching it. Yeah. If you ain't crashed leading, you ain't trying hard enough. Yeah, I crashed well, leading he did pretty it. hard. The problem was he jumped the race car when he did it. Well, you slide off the end or something? <clears throat> Sure did. <laughs> hey, straight away, straight away, driving away from him with about four to go. Well, Darren, I tell you, I've done a lot of stupid things. I've crashed leading. I've pulled off the racetrack one lap too soon. Leading, <laughs> leading. twice, 
twice. <laughs> we'll get that in there. And uh, my dad told me after that second time of doing that, I was a young kid, I wasn't very old, but he said, hey, he said, you don't stop until the red lights are on or you run out of fuel or we come out and get you. Don't, you just keep going. Because I did. There was a, it was a trophy dash one night and I went from six to the lead in one corner. And I got the white flag. I was so excited, the white flag and the checker flag. I got mixed up, and I pulled off and rolled through the infield and was on the scales before the race was over. <laughs> so I do, you know, I do remember that. Everybody makes mistakes, especially when you're young. But we're not gonna let you make any mistakes on the on these on these cars. Yep, thanks sure not. My my racing season went with a little bit of mistakes and a lot of bad luck. Every dry I was ever in, got the very last number. <laughs> Except, well, except the one I threw it away. We're not we know you're not drawn for us. Absolutely. Well, here's the thing. You know, the draw can get a guy down right off the bat. And I'm, I'm, I'm a firm believer if, if your race car is good and everything's gelling, it doesn't matter what number you get. No. You look at Brad Sweet, goes out dead last and third quick. You know, so there's – you just got to have your shit right. You just got to claw your way out if you get in that situation. Yep, so – well, if you guys don't have anything else to add, I'll let you guys uh, get home for the evening because I know it's kind of late here. Well, Zach only worked for like 30 minutes today. but And yeah. then came back to disappoint. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I was talking about. I don't want to bring it up, but if you want to bring it up, you can. It's up to you. Zach, do you want to bring it up? Well, if uh, any of y'all know what a K restriction is, it is a, uh, in interstate restriction. Intra. Intra-state, where you cannot go out of state till you're 21. So, sadly, I will not be able to drive for the next two months out of state. <laughs> well, we told John he could drive to the state. He can drive to the Texas border. <laughs> well, that's right. You, you know, here's the thing. That'll give, uh, that'll give you 60 days here of, of watching John and and uh, maybe learning some stuff from John up down the road. Sure that. But John's going to hate you. But John's John you. already hates me. <laughs> I don't hate but, you. Um, I was thinking about all those miles that he was going to get to sleep. Yeah, I was thinking about sitting over with my feet propped up, my phone in front of me, and just surfing on the internet all day long while you drive. <laughs> That's how they got Slippy, didn't he? He just sat over on his phone, not talk. I'll probably do the same. Hours upon hours. <laughs> well... I think you just keep a water pistol with you, and then every now and then you just, just shoot give him, him a shot. <laughs> yeah. Shoot him right in the ear. Slippy wouldn't talk, man. I'll tell you right now. He could go a 10-hour ride. And the thing about it is you go down the road, you're driving, and you say, hey, Slip, what about this, that, and other? He would answer you, but that was you're just getting the answer. You're not going to get any other shit to go along with it. It's just like, yep, nope, that's it. That's funny. But anyway, guys. Thanks for being on here. I'm glad uh, we're getting started next week and uh, look forward to working with you guys and hope, hopefully having a lot of fun and, and some success. Well, I'm excited to get going with the new guys here. I think it's going to be a, a good year for us. A lot better than last year. John, you got a big paddle, don't you? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I can find one. <laughs> <laughs> That's for you, Zach. I had to take Zach to the print a few times. <laughs> I got high hopes. I think we can get a top five. Points, I think it's possible. Oh, well, I'm shooting for this. <coughs> he's got big high hopes. He's swinging for the fence. I think that's good. Though. Well, Zach's awesome. never been. Confidence is good. Zach's like, never been on the road. Zach's new to the sport. He's he was a modified kid growing up. They race modified, so 
He uh, he's in for a lot of learning process here to really see how uh, how tough this deal is. These guys are, you know, with big budgets and they're out there because they're the best. I thought that too last year, Zach. <laughs> I learned quick. And these are the best in the country. You got to be on your game every night. Well, I guess it's we, up to Wayne then, huh? We have well, it's not our, just up to we'll me. Be, we'll it's be on a, our game. But like we have said, to be on our win, game better than those guys because they're that good. Like, we have to be on our game every night because these guys are that good. You can't you, – listen, you can't it's one of those – you raced, you know, just like racing those 305s or those, you know, those races. Actually, I run a couple of those races there at Minker. I made 10 mistakes and still won the race, okay, in one of the races that you were at where I was. In this race, in an outlaw race, I make one mistake, one, and I run 15th. I mean, that's how tough it is. Flawless. You make, you say you're running fifth, you make one mistake, and you go from fifth to twelfth because those seven guys pounced on you. You can't make a mistake. It's the nuttiest thing. It's the hardest racing. It's the toughest racing that I've ever, ever experienced, you know. And I've run a lot of races. You know, I've won prelim, prelim nights of the Knoxville – nationals but and it's and then those are tough don't get me wrong beat steve kinzer that night but i was may, way more prepared because i raced there every week so i was you know i had a lot of confidence on that track and everything and that's what it takes you know gotta have confidence everyone's gotta have confidence when you go up to the track or darren or john comes up to me you know and comes back from looking at the track and says hey you know everybody's moved to the top that's where you got to go i gotta believe that's what i gotta do I can't second guess you guys, and that's where it all comes into a team gelling and getting it done. But anyway, we probably already run this a lot longer than we're supposed to. So thanks again, guys, for for uh, letting me sit down and talk to you guys, and this will make Sarah happy. Highside Racewear has grown to become a major brand in racing apparel. Whether you're looking for high-quality custom Nomax race suits or embroidered hats, Highside Racewear has everything your team needs for safety and success. Highside Racewear offers custom race suits, gloves, shoes, dye sublimated team apparel, and top quality embroidered hats, jackets, and shirts. Before you buy from anyone else, check out the Highside Racewear Facebook page or email highsideracewear at gmail.com for more information. Okay, guys, we're back. Yeah, I don't know, man. That Zach and his six tries at uh, getting those CDL license. But... I am super proud of him because you... It takes a lot to try anything six times, you know? You get frustrated and he well, kept failing get... for one little thing or this or that. Well, he, yesterday when he failed, it was because he was speeding. That's what you talked about. Yeah. Oh, my God. I just, I'm crazy. But, <laughs> but uh, no, Zach's a good kid. I think he's going to be a good asset to the team. And Darren's came along in the last week or so. And, uh, you know, I think it'll be a good time. We're all of us. I think we're all going to learn from each other and uh you know maybe hopefully form a good bond with a good team and and everybody uh has a great time and we work hard and gets and and, and has some success yep i'm interested to see you all work together and see how that all works out and kind of get in a groove i know at first it'll probably be not so simple but yesterday was the first day that all four of us were in the shop together it actually flowed pretty well i think john was pretty excited about uh having those guys and you know he's been taking the lead role in this thing john has and he is you know i watched him delegate and 
and actually he's pretty firm at some things, you know what I mean? Yeah. And I'm like, and, and, uh, so I like that part, uh, just cause he knows that he's got to stay on top of those guys and keep pushing them to be better. And, and, uh, I'm telling you, it was pretty slick. I, Didn't they run through some drills earlier today? Is that what they were doing when I went out to the shop? Yeah. They changed front ends and rear ends and, uh, just learning each stuff from each other and, it was pretty cool uh, to watch them work, and I, I didn't partake. I just watched. Right. Well, that's what you're supposed to be doing. Because well, I know, but you're I was be racing. I was just uh, learning to see, uh, you know, standing back and listening, and watching, and how it worked. And Zach was a little uh, apprehensive, maybe. No, he was a little scatterbrained just a bit, just because Darren and John had made a plan. Yeah, Darren and John had made a plan, and they were plotting against him, but against Zach to throw him off. Well, what they did, they did, he, they just did a, it was really weird because they were just standing around, not t- just bullcrapping. And the next thing you know, John's like, front end change in the work area. And they just went to it. And Zach was like, he didn't even know. They didn't know. prepare him. Uh-uh. And they just went at it and it worked out. And I was like, hey, that's pretty good. So that's pretty cool to watch them struggle a bit just on some things just because they're not in a rhythm. But it, uh, it went smoother than, than I thought it was. Oh, that's good. Well, I know you guys are ready to get on the road and get this season started. How about some questions of the week? All right. Sounds good to me. Caitlin DeWard. Do you know who that is? Nope. It's Rick's wife. Oh, okay. She asked, outside of racing, do you have any hobbies you like to do during any downtime you have? Man. And I think we may have addressed this way back when, but Um, because she asked, we're asking again. I don't really have a lot of hobbies. I'm just really busy all the time and focused on racing and working and all that stuff. I do race RC cars time to time. That's kind of a hobby, I guess. I'm trying to think. Uh, I like to go fishing every once in a while. Very rarely. But uh, I don't play golf or anything like that. So I'm, I don't know. What would it be, honey? I don't know. I don't know. I guess. Watching movies. <laughs> <laughs> I am a movie watcher. I don't like watching television. I'd rather just watch a movie. That way you get the whole logist and then you're done. So, Well, so yep. no, I don't and I'd know say... That, I don't know really any hobbies. I don't... Like RC cars, that's a hobby. I mean, that's really about all I get to do is I take Tyler and we go RC racing sometimes. Right. Okay, well, Caitlin, thanks for that question. I have my question of the week. In the past week, you posted a picture of all the new tires you got, and then you posted you putting the tires on this machine thing. Could you please enlighten the people who have no idea, known as me, was what you were doing? The machine thing. Yeah. What, what is that about? It's like a it's like a tire dyno. So I need more details. Well, you can blow the tire up mm-hmm. in just a few minutes, or not even minutes, but uh, you don't have to take the wheel off the bead lock and all that and break a tire wheel down. You can put that on there. Set the it has settings for the different wheel widths, mm-hmm. and you can put the tire on there, set it in there, and blow it up and make it just like it's on a wheel, but it takes no time to do it. And that's so, how you check the so size So you can of check them? all the sizes. Mm-hmm. We can pre-measure and mark them and then put them in the top of the trailer, and then... You don't have to do it later. You like just know what a, it is. Like I tell you, if Zach needs a 106-inch right rear tire, he knows he's got one up there. It's already marked, and it's in a list. That we make and put up, you know, there's... So you don't take that machine on the road with you, do you? No. But so when you buy tires on the road, well, you have to do that, do that the hard way? Yep. Hmm. We blow them up in bulk here at the shop because we, I think we, I think we had 16 tires the mm-hmm. other day. 
and uh, just blow them all up and mount them and um, or, you know, mark them and then put them away. Okay. Well, it was just something be, I had seen and I wasn't sure and I'm, I would think other people. It would have. be nice to have in the trailer. Mm-hmm. There's no just, space. It takes a lot of room up mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, it would keep, I mean, save a little work, but. So that's a tire dyno is what it's called. Well, that's what I call it, but. I mean, it's basically the same thing. It just blows the tire up where you can size it and see what it comes out to. And I don't even think they make them anymore. I've had that a long time. Uh, it just, just another trick. Well, it's just another another tool, you know. Right. If you can't have too many tools, guys, you know that. Okay, I have one more question of the week because I've been giving you two lately. So this one is: now that we've been a year into this, what has been your favorite part of? the podcast or your favorite thing my favorite part of the podcast uh-huh when you're done with it i knew you were gonna say that no other than that i don't really know uh, i don't know just i guess meeting the people yeah. that come to the you know there's been a lot of people that came in the pits afterwards that man we we love the podcast and we just love to hear the other side of it you know and right. it's not even about the guests or anything to a lot of people it's more about just knowing what's going on on day to day, in the shop, at the track, what's going on, and and I think that's what we give them, and that's right. that's what I've enjoyed the most. You know, we've not really had a lot of guests lately, right? And uh, really, it's just timing. Just I hadn't had mm-hmm. time to really sit down and get someone on the line, and everyone's busy trying to prayer up, prep, and everything, and and uh, we'll get back to those guests, you know, and then. Hopefully it's in our travels, and that'd be cool. Parking lot interviews or whatever yeah. and some stuff like that. But I think more than anything, it's just uh, been fun to me just to just like the trailer tour today to show people that maybe never got to go to a race and let them see how the ins and outs are, even the ones that's never been inside a trailer, to right. see how the ins and outs are. And and uh, it's just it, there's a lot to it, you know. And, yeah. From the outside looking in, it doesn't maybe look that big a deal, but it's it's a lot of work. Well, I know just from people that have come by, you know, they're like, so this is his job. This is what he does. And I'm like, if you understood how many hours he spent doing this, you couldn't have another job. This, I mean, it is a full-time job, and um, it's basically our life. And so it's kind of nice to share it with other people. And we've got to l- meet a lot of people and get to know a lot of people through the podcast. So I've enjoyed that part of it. For sure, you know that was. I think that's been the biggest thing with the podcast, and and honestly, to see the reviews and what you're, you know, you, how excited you get when stuff happens, and you're the one put all the work into this. You're the one that does everything. So when you see it growing and stuff, I think for me, seeing you happy about what's happening and and it felt like it's your work and you. Well, yeah, you it's know, that you're succeeding with it yeah well i mean i have to use you to make it work (laughs) yes it is a lot of work in it but it's fun and i just like to build your community of people because i feel like i know they were out there we just had to like tap into them and you know let them get to know you some more so anyhow we're glad you all have made it a year and i hope you stick around and invite your friends to come hang out with us and uh, we'll continue to grow and this season hopefully we'll have lots of growth and fun things that happen uh, you're leaving in a few days, and here we go. And it's all game on. Yep. I'm ready. I, I'm really, I'm really ready for this season. I'm, you know, I don't win, lose, or draw. It's, it's definitely going to be worth every penny and every ounce of energy that I've put into, it. To put into it. So, uh, one more quick question. 
I'm pulling one of yours. One, one more quick question. Where you set this time last year, going into your first year of the Outlaws, granted it was different than anybody could have expected, but where you're sitting today, you didn't know going into it that season was going to go crazy. How do you feel compared to that time last year, going into your second year? knowing more, kind of having a better idea. What's your thought process there? Well, I was really confident in going into last year. Mm-hmm. And I felt like that we had all the tools and we didn't. It was a reality check. We didn't have all the tools. We yeah. wasn't prepared. We um, just, it was, it was just first year blues, however you want to say it. We right. were not prepared, not like what I thought we were. I thought we were you know, we were gung ho. We were ready to go. Well, I feel like we after had lots lo- of pieces and parts and things that were not right mm-hmm. that we didn't need that won't that just basically wasn't good enough for this at this level. You know, and right. so we worked all summer building our arsenal, knowing that we were coming back. And I feel like our motor programs back are are back are is where it needs to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, I feel like our cars now are where they need to be. We've put a lot of work in this year, losing a lot of weight on the cars over the winter. So I feel like we're, you know, because we were 40, 50 pounds heavy right. last year. And I think we're we're better now with that. And the weight rules helped us because they increased, they increased the weight rule by 25 pounds also. But, uh, you know, I just feel like that we're way more prepared than we were. Uh, but you didn't even know that you were not prepared. Well, no, I thought prior. we were prepared. Right. You know, we were, I thought well, it was no different than we had prepared any other year mm-hmm. other than we were going 410 racing. And we had, we had the cars. We Couldn't had the, have been that big of a difference. We had the cars. We had the motors. We had all the pieces. But we really didn't have the knowledge to know that we didn't really have the stuff that we really needed. Right. And that was something that we learned throughout the course of the year. Uh so I feel like we're in pretty good shape. I'm, I'm not concerned mm-hmm. with the guys or anything. Um, I think we're going to have a little bit of a learning curve with those guys, just getting everyone up to speed. Uh, because in the shop's easy at the track. That's, I talk about it all the time. Even the speed of the game with the crew guys. Right. They've got to step up and do their part, and we got to work as a unit. And mm-hmm. uh, I'm a little concerned with that right off the bat, just because we're. Haven't worked together that much, but I, I, I think give it a couple of weeks and and we'll all get synchronized up and and we'll be fine. Yeah. Well, what I was going to say is, you know, like last year, as you were talking about, you know, you have lived on the road for years and traveled with series and done that, but it was just a rude awakening, you know, thinking that that was going to be similar when it was so much different. Well, the road wasn't that much different. I don't think I felt like. Maybe I was home more last year than I've ever been in a long, long time. Well, yeah. But but I'm not I'm talking like competition-wise. Like it yeah, just, competition it was a different was, game. Yeah, definitely a different game. And when you win a race, the morale changes. And <laughs> We needed to make a race. <laughs> and you were, you were, you know, you can struggle. And then when you win a race, it fixes everything. Right. Well, but then when you struggle, 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 and there's no winning in sight. Yeah, it gets tough. I mean, it yeah. gets mentally beat down, and uh, you know, then you start doubting yourself and doubting the people around you and everything that you're doing, and all that stuff. And you know, we put all that behind us, and 
you know, I feel very motivated. I feel feel like that uh, that there's no doubt that we can do this. We just got to get all our ducks in a row and put and implement it. Right. And I feel like we finally got everything we need. Now we just need to implement it just at ex- the track. Execute that. Yeah. Yep. So Paige and I, when we were at the races in Jackson last year, we started saying. Little victories, little victories. So that's what I'm thinking for the beginning of this season. Little victories, you know, every little improvement is an improvement. So that's what I'm looking forward to. Well, the biggest issue is just like going to Volusia for all the all, for all the outlaw races. We're guaranteed to start a, a start to feature every night. So you take that weight off your shoulders. So you get that weight off, but knowing that you're going to make ninety a feature laps mm-hmm. on the first weekend, so. Lots of learning mm-hmm. curve right there. You know what I mean? Where uh, last year, what did we make? One feature at Volusia. Right. So we made 30 laps. So just going into with knowing, you know, I, I don't want to have to go in and say, hey, you know, we're going to have to take a provisional or whatever. And knowing that, you know, I don't want to do that. We want to race our way in. But just knowing that we can You have go, that safety net. That we can go and we're going to get every lap. Mm-hmm. So... If we're struggling right off the bat, laps is how you make your changes and learn. Mm. And if you're sitting in the pits, how do you learn? Right. So I just got to know that we're going to be in every A main. So we're just going to, you know, if we're off a little bit, we're going to make changes and just run run the whole 90 laps and try to learn as much as we can leaving, you know, leaving out of Florida. Right. Okay. Sorry. I got us on a tangent there, but... um... Looking forward to the season starting, and I guess we'll wrap this podcast up before we get it super long. Don't forget, we have shirts. The new 2021 merchandise is on the website, waynejohnson2c.com. There's still a few 2020 items. They're already marked down 50% off. You don't need a code. You can always call us or text us on the voicemail line, 405-362-0620. We'd love to play your voicemails. You can have questions or just comments or whatever. Give us a call. Um, you can follow us along on social media, Wayne Johnson Racing, on Facebook, Instagram, and then you can always email us at Racing at yahoo.com. We appreciate you listening. You got anything else, hun? Nope. Uh, hopefully uh, see you this time next week at Volusia, and until uh, then, keep listening. This has been the Wednesdays with Wayne podcast. We thank you for joining us and ask you to tune in every Wednesday for a new episode Until then, we'll see you at the tracks.